you're on the air with the uh, Pastor Henry Owens podcast where we give biblical answers to the difficult questions of life and uh, tonight we're going to talk about a word of caution uh, simply because we are living in a day and an age wherein uh, people uh, do not take uh, kindly to being cautious uh, people feel like the excitement is when you put everything at risk uh, without being cautious. Some men and women run into places that angels will not tread. Uh, and that's because they're throwing caution to the wind. Uh, you, generally, there is some kind of substance that is involved in order for people to throw what it is that they call caution to the wind. Uh, they get full of something, uh, but no matter what the substance is, from alcohol to other substances, other drugs, and then they become what they call free. And really what they're doing is, is they're taking off the inhibitions to put their lives at risk, which really doesn't make sense to me, but they call it fun. Uh, a night of vomiting and not knowing where I am or what I've done and don't know how I made it home doesn't seem like fun to me. It may be fun for 90 days because that's how long. It's just only enjoyable for a season before it literally becomes your captive and you become hostage by what it is that you called fun. A word of caution, even as isolation is not good for personal fulfillment, and the maximizing of potential, so sharing your hidden wealth in a manner that transgresses God's laws of limitation is not good. All your natural abilities, all the gifts you have cultivated, and all the knowledge you have accumulated are yours to share within the context of God's principles, plans, and purpose. God created everything to fulfill its potential within the limitations of certain laws. What I'm saying there in a nutshell is that your life and the gifts of your life, the callings of your life, the potential of your life, they are all designed to be shared in limitations, meaning your life is literally an outline and God wants you to color within the lines of your life so that the picture of your life will come out clear. You have over 7 billion people on this planet and very few out of the 7 billion have a clear picture of what their life is supposed to be like because they keep finding themselves coloring outside of the lines. When I was in kindergarten, the first thing when they taught me how to color, they put crayons in my hand. They gave me a picture of a duck. They told me, Henry, if you want the duck to remain a duck, color within the lines. You can color the duck whatever color you want to color the duck. As long as you color within the lines, the picture of the duck will remain a duck. Henry, if you scribble and color outside of the lines, then you blur the limitations that you were supposed to remain in and your duck will no longer be a duck. You can look 
And underneath where you've colored outside the lines, you can see the outline of a duck. But you lose the picture. You will lose the picture of your life when you color outside of the lines of your life. Literally, the book of Matthew, the seventh chapter, and the sixth verse says this. And, and, and it's something to think about. It says, do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. What the Bible was literally saying is, is that most of us are giving our lives away to people that have dog and pig mentalities. A dog mentality is vicious, have a vicious mentality, vicious spirit. And we are giving uh, our giftings, our talents and everything to vicious people. Dogs also have something else within them that is very foul. A dog will regurgitate and go back and eat its own vomit. And so we have people in our lives that will regurgitate things about us, about themselves, about things around them, and then they will go back and consume them again, meaning they will carry it from you to somebody else. They'll, they'll, they'll regurgitate what they have eaten, the vomit they have eaten. They'll vomit it on somebody else. Go and eat it again and vomit it on someone else. And so God is telling us that we don't give sacred things to people that have vicious and vile spirits that are vicious and mean and evil. We don't give what is holy, what is righteous and what is clean to dogs. Neither do we cast our pearls before swine. Why? Because no matter how much you clean up a pig, in a pig's nature is to wallow in the mud because that's how it cools itself. It's comfortable in filth. It's comfortable in mud. It's comfortable in filth and slop. It's comfortable there. And so no matter how much you don't want it to be there, it's a part of its nature. No matter how much you don't want people to be filthy and nasty and love gross and grotesque things, if it's in their nature, it's in them, and you can't change that. Only God can change the nature of a thing. And so he said, don't give what is holy to dogs and don't cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, lest they do not see the value in your life. How many of you are throwing away your life right now with a person that's vicious and dog mentality, that's nasty, like a pig and a swine, and you're throwing away the good years of your life. They're taking everything from you. If you're a woman and they're a man, they want, they want all the free milk, but they don't want to buy the cow. They, 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 they don't want to marry you, but they want to play married. You know, they want to take everything and don't want to give anything. And I don't know about you. I wouldn't let Anybody play with my life, play with my potential, play with my power, play with my gifting because your life on this world has an expiration date. It is limited in this world. And so that's something that you're running out of. You're running out of time. 
Anything I'm running out of becomes a precious commodity because I can't get any more back. I'm running out of time. And so that's the reason why you can't give what is holy to dogs. And you can't cast your wonderful pearls, something of great price, something of tremendous value. You can't put it before swine because they do not know how to value what you're putting out in front of them. What is known today as an alternative lifestyle is truly the abuse of natural destiny and the violation of human nature because it prevents this fulfillment of purpose. Women was created to receive and man was created to give. What A woman was created to receive. That's the reason why her body is designed the way it's designed. And a man was created to give. That's the reason why his body was designed like it was designed. Every other hole in your body is for other uses. Uh, one is an exit only. I just want to let you know exit only. Thus, their shared potential complement each other. Romans, the first chapter, verse number 21. I want to read this for you simply because I must give you biblical answers uh, to life's hard questions. And so we hear all this stuff about alternative lifestyles. There is no alternative to lifestyle. There is a man or a woman. And a woman should be angry when a man masquerades as a woman because he does he gets the opportunity to play a woman without having all of the things that a woman goes through and deals with. And I and I just wouldn't stand for a man trying to play a woman without having to go through all of the stuff that a woman has to go through. Just like I will not put up with a woman trying to be a man. I'm not putting up with it because it's foolishness. She cannot be a man. She don't know what it's like to be a man. She don't know what it feels like to be a man. She ain't face man things. And so it angers me when people pretend like they're in a movie to play something that they're not. I don't care what kind of operation you get. You are born a woman, you are a woman. If you were born a man, you are a man. And neither the twain shall meet. In Romans, the first chapter, verse number 21, it says, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts. And their foolish hearts were darkened. For professing to be wise, we have so many people that claim wisdom in our day. The Bible says they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. What God is letting you know is that sin starts off as idolatry. When you take God off the throne of your life, you enthrone yourself. And when you put yourself on the throne of your own life, you're subject to do anything. You're subject to go anywhere. You're subject to say anything. You're subject to act any kind of way. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts. 
to dishonor their bodies among themselves. He's now he's dealing with homosexuality who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, idolatry again, who is blessed forever, amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passion. God calls homosexuality and lesbianism vile. It's a vile passion. For even their women exchange the natural use for what is against nature. Two women together is against nature. It violates the natural use. And I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what no evolutionists say. I don't care about their foolishness and about their rhetoric. It takes more faith to believe in a Big Bang Theory than it takes to believe in the Creator God. You can never, never, ever, 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 ever will you get order out of chaos. You cannot put a bomb in a Timex watch factory and get a Timex watch when you set off a bomb. Chaos breeds chaos. Order breeds order. You, you can't, the two don't mix. And so uh, God is letting you know. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passion. For even their women exchanged the natural use. What is the natural use? The natural use is being in a married environment with a man. And I'm not talking about an abusive fool. That's not a man, that's a boy. That's a man with a temper tantrum. That's a boy with a temper tantrum that needs to be spanked. That's what happened to me when I threw a temper tantrum. My mom and dad spanked me. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of women burned in their lust. For one another, men with men committing what is shameful. It is shameful. It's nasty. It's vile. It's a vile passion. And receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. They, they say that uh, semen, when it is released into the rectum, eats the rectum like acid. It literally destroys the rectum. The rectum doesn't have muscles to for it to go back into place. And when men violate each other. The Bible says they're receiving in themselves what is due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to be a debased mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness. They are whisperers. And so the Bible is letting us know that sin starts off with idolatry and it ends up with backbiters and haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. And so what I want to let you know, there is no alternative lifestyle. There is no alternate lifestyle. God created men and women. And so I'm giving you this word of caution. Do not listen to this vile, corrupt world that always wants to condone everything. That is not what it's about. You must listen to the maker and creator of mankind. 
If you want to know why a thing was created, you never ask the thing. The thing can never give you why it was created. You must go to the maker and the designer of the thing. The designer, the maker of the thing will tell you why he made the thing. Since God is the manufacturer, he is the maker, he is designer. When we go back to God, we ask him, why did you make me? God can tell you why he created you the way he created you, why he gave you the giftings he gave you, why he gave you the callings that he gave you. Remember, you're speaking with Pastor Henry Owens. This year with, you're on the Pastor, you're on the Word and Spirit podcast. And this is Pastor Henry Owens, where I'm giving you biblical answers for the hard questions of life. And so don't let yourself get caught up in what men call alternative lifestyles. There's no such thing. There's only men and women. And there's only men and women who love God, who serve God, and men and women who don't love God and don't serve God, but have the potential to love God and to serve God. Remember, God loves you. God has nothing against you. He has called us as ministers of reconciliation to reconcile you back to God, to let you know that God has nothing against you, that he cares for you. This is your word of caution. You are on the air with the Pastor Henry Owens and the Word and Spirit podcast, where we give you biblical answers for the hard questions of life. See you next Wednesday. Be blessed.